Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hi, Jojo. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Shanghai is experiencing temporary lockdown. Really hope the situation can get better soon. But when I'm in lockdown at home, I listen to a lot of podcasts. This makes me think back these two COVID years. I have impression that the podcast programs in Chinese are booming. You are absolutely right, Zoe. According to a report. In 2019, before the COVID, there were less than 2,000 new podcasts produced in the year, and in 2020 and 2021, there were 6,539 and nearly 10,000 new podcasts released respectively. And today, a total of 26,000 Chinese podcasts are ongoing in the world. Wow, that means more podcasts have been produced during the pandemic period. It is estimated in China we have over eighty-five million listeners, eighty-six percent of which have bachelor's degrees and above, making the podcast a very knowledgeable information channel within the social media ecosystem in China. The most interesting thing is that seventy-five percent of the Chinese listeners subscribe and listen to podcasts relating to their hobbies and passion. This means the topic of podcast should be vertical, addressed to a specific area, and this also means that listeners are more loyal and attached to the podcast of their choice because they can get knowledge and information dear to them. That's right. No passion is too niche on podcast. You can also exchange with the host and find people who share the same interest with you. Find your own community. True, Zoe. Besides our podcast, China Horse Business, I know you host another two podcasts in Chinese too. Yes, one is a podcast where I invite one friend from equestrian community to have a nice conversation. On the other podcast, I share stories and anecdotes in equestrian world with horse lovers. At the end of last year, I was also invited by Elmas to participate in their new podcast series, Penelope's Pursuits. I spoke on the episode four, mystery in Beijing, in English, French, and Chinese versions. Cool, isn't it? And we are excited to announce that we will release a brand new podcast in Chinese this week. So let's give our listener more details in today's China news session. For sure, we are so thrilled to collaborate with the Great British Racing International and produce the new series of podcasts named "The Sport of Kings" in English. 国王的运动 in Chinese. This podcast is customized for GBRI and dedicated to the promotion of Britain's racing industry in China. The series of podcasts is composed of seven episodes that will cover every aspect of British racing. We will talk to one guest in each episode to explore one specific topic. For example. In the first episode, we have spoken to Pearl Yao, Asia Pacific representative of Garrett, the Royal Crown Jewelers mandated to create the Gold Cup trophy for Royal Ascot since 1842. Throughout the shared story between Garrett and Royal Ascot, we discovered their profound attachment to the Britain royalty. It was a great episode. We also had a very joyful conversation with Apollo Ng,、mm, who is a voting member of Hong Kong Jockey Club. 
former president of Hong Kong Horse Owner Association, an important figure of Hong Kong and international racing world. He shared with us the joy and fun of being a racehorse owner in Hong Kong, but also in UK. Every episode is absolutely exciting to listen to. Listener will discover the whole British racing industry, starting from its history to its excellency, in buy, own, raise, breed, and invest. The whole series will be highlighted by the participation of the Honourable Harry Hobbit, CEO of Highclere Thoroughbred Racing and the Royal Escort Racing Club, and coordinator of the Katia Racing Award, as well as president of Dynasty Racing Club. The podcast is dedicated to Chinese listeners who are horse owners, professionals, and simply horse lovers. It will be the first episode launched by a foreign racing industrial body in China. GBRI is definitely playing the game and catching the train in China. This podcast series will be released on the Chinese Himalaya podcast platform and all RSS feed podcast channels from Thursday, 31st of March. One episode will be released every Thursday until the 12th of May, covering the spring season of British racing. In particular, the second episode, All About People, will be released on Thursday, the 7th of April, which marks the first day of Long Dogs Grand National 2022. Long Dogs representative in China, Jing Jing Cao, is our guest in this episode. We will celebrate Long Dogs Grand National with our Chinese listeners in this episode. I'm excited about it, and I can't wait to get feedback from our Chinese listener on this podcast. Me too. Look forward to it. Excitement aside, let's calm down and introduce an equestrian club in Shenzhen for our China Club session today. All right, we are bringing you to Shenzhen Garden Equestrian. This club is part of a 4A level tourism site in Longhua District, Shenzhen City. Therefore, its surface is very vast, covering 30,000 square meters. The club has been recently upgraded and redecorated. There are more than 50 boxes, which provides appropriate boarding environment for imported one-block horses. Two outdoor and one indoor arena are covered by fiber sand, providing good condition for horses and riders. In addition, the club applies the Chinese Equestrian Association system to qualify its coaches and riders. We know that the development of equestrian activities goes hand-in-hand with the consumption power of the city where the equestrian club are. We know that the development of equestrian activities goes hand-in-hand with the consumption power of the city. With its strong economic performance, Shenzhen is no doubt a promising city for the future growth of equestrian sports. Well, in today's China Story session, we interviewed Alice Shen, a young Chinese writer studying in London. Let's listen to her story. Hello, Alice. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah, you are in London now, right? Yes, I'm in London. The first year in London during my postgraduate studies. Wow, cool. So thank you for coming to our podcast today. I know you uh, when you write in Beijing, you are very promising Chinese young generation, young writers. And uh, you went to UK four years ago to pursue your studies. 
um, now you are studying in London, but I know you continue to write uh, over there as well. But let's go back to your story. How did you first start to write in China, in Beijing? Um, so I started to write at the age of four, as my dad first started to write. And he thought the writing club would be a nice place for us to spend our weekends. He then bought a pony for me and my writing journey begins. Wow. So your dad is definitely the person who influenced you and he writes as well. So you write together, father and daughter. And then uh, before you went to UK, what kind of achievement, I would say, what kind of levels you achieve in Beijing? Um, I have done a few Grand Prix at 150 and I have cleared several Grand Prix. I think the best results might be second place in 150. Nice. You, you write for a long time and you probably may be the first young generation in China practice horse riding. What will you say the most variable thing that riding has brought to you? For me, riding reflected the relationship between me and my horses. Um, every one of them has its unique characteristics, and it's their uniqueness that attracted me to keep participating in the sport. Horses have taught me to be patient and responsible, mm. and riding has not brought a singular effect on me, but rather a multi-level development. For example, I learned how to be calm when I'm near my horses and to be enthusiastic when I'm in the ring. Well said. Alex, you ride for many years in China, in Beijing particularly. Um, I know you have a lot of friends. You guys ride together. You guys compete together. So you know them very well. And how will you describe uh, your riding generation in China? I would say... We are very fortunate to be born in this era. We are now experiencing an equestrian market expansion as more and more people started to join and invest in the sport. Um, for example, equestrian social media is now receiving a huge amount of attention from not only the people within the sport, but also teenagers and their parents outside the sport. And one of the phenomena that I've observed is that our generation enjoys the benefits from the globalized Christian industry. Um, many parents have chosen to send their children to Western countries mm -hmm. to improve their writings and equine-related knowledge. For example, my parents have supported me to train with Jane Richard during holidays when I was in high school and to continue my studies in sports management for my undergraduate studies in the United Kingdom. And apart from seeking knowledge from the West, the Chinese Equestrian Association has also provided a huge amount of support, including organizing the youth championships and forming the youth team. And I really think that we have a huge amount of chance to compete in the Olympics. Yes, and we already did. And we hope that your young generation can have a better and brighter future in the Olympics. Currently, you are first year master's degree students in London School of Economics and Political Science. 
So I wonder, what's your plan after graduation? Um. Yes, as you have said, I did my undergrads in sports management, and now doing a double degree in media studies at LSE and Fudan University. So it's very likely that I will do my second year of studies in China. Um, my main research focus is on exploring the solutions to decolonize media imperialism in Chinese equestrian social media, hence creating our own equestrian social media styles. And after graduating from Fudan, um, it is most likely that I will be staying in China. I haven't decided if I will continue my research as a PhD student or step in into the industry. But my plan is to work in the equestrian media related field and keep writing forward. Great! Can't wait to have you join us in China and then contribute to the continuous growth of Chinese equine markets. And also, good luck and take care in UK. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alice. Zoe, Alice is a very promising young writer in China. I'm so glad she will come back to China soon and work in this industry. Awesome. Okay, that's all we have today. Please don't forget to listen to our new podcast in collaboration with Great British Racing International, the Sport of Kings. You can find it by searching its name on Apple Podcast or any podcast channel you are using. It will be officially released from this Thursday, the thirty-first of March, and every Thursday until twelve of May, it will take seven episodes for you to fully understand and be charmed by the fantastic British racing world. It is also an opportunity for us to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee in China with a topic which is dear to her. The races, the horses, the Britain. Hip hip, hooray! This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.